0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. And welcome back, guys. How's it going? Hi, friends.
1: (laughs) It feels like we I didn't like see you guys for a year, but it's only been a week.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Every week feels like a year now.
0: It's true. (laughs) Oh. What a week. It's only Wednesday, women. Uh, Yeah. I hear you. It's been, I was just looking at it I was like, oh man, we did Crouching Tiger and Hidden Dragon last. That feels like it was a long time ago. And of course, (laughs) Tracy, you weren't here with us. I wasn't here. We, we guessed that you made fun of you. We did a little bit. That's okay. Yeah. But we guessed that you'd give it pretty high marks. What would you give Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon for a letter grade?
2: I'd uh, be in the A range. I didn't get a chance to re-watch it, so okay. just going off of memory, but I'd be, like, probably A minus.
0: Yeah. I figured it would – we figured it would be that high. Um, Val, I think you did a B or was it B plus? Yeah. Yeah. B. Go back and watch I, it, folks. I'm going, going off
2: nostalgia, game. so I could I could very well have a lower grade re-watching so- it.
0: Yeah, it was funny because we talked about it. When I watched it for the first time years and years ago when it came out, I thought it was really boring. And so I watched it this time and I still thought it was really long and boring, but I still think it's an amazing movie and I think everybody should go watch it. It's just one of those, like, to me, it's like the mission where it's a really good, solid movie and you should definitely see it, but it's not one that I'm just going to pop on and watch for fun. I totally get that. So... But today's movie is one that you might. I agree. Like this is one of the most rewatchable movies I think out there. Uh, especially, yes. I mean, sports movies in general. Usually, I can watch them over and over again. There's a few exceptions where they're a little heavy, and mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't watch them over and over again. But even, even the ones that aren't as much fun as this one, like Rudy, isn't necessarily a fun movie. But I could watch right. it over and over again.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: this movie is definitely I think it's interesting. Kind of it's fun. fun. Yeah, I mean it's not not has,
2: has fun moments. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but there's it's not a laugh a minute.
0: Right? Maybe no. like the natural is more. I mean, it's a not a
2: comedy. Natural. Not a comedy. Right,
0: yeah. It's not a comedy. It's not like a most, laugh a minute.
1: I feel like most sports movies that I love are not the serious ones. Like I like the funny one, or I mean, are not the funny ones. They're like the serious ones. Yeah. Um, right. And I've tried, I've tried to explain this to people in my life before, because they're like, you don't even like know football or like, <laughs> I kind of know a little bit about every sport, but I don't go out of my way to watch sports or play sports really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love, love, love sports movies. There is something about a sports movie That just makes me feel so good. Even when I'm bawling my eyes out and you know, you're going to do it every Mm -hmm. time. And I don't care that they're formulated. Like most of them are so formulated, but I like it. I like to know that at the end the team, the underdog team or person that I'm rooting for is going to win. It gives me like this little security blanket of movie life that I like Mm -hmm. to hold on to.
0: Yeah, it's because then you watch a movie
1: like Parasite and you're like, What? (laughs) Then I could turn on a sports movie, I could turn on any sports movie and be like, Everything's okay. Oh,
0: it's okay. Yeah, like within minutes, you know who the underdog is, who you're going to be rooting for throughout the whole movie, and you know somehow in the end they're going to win or something, you know, and and like you. It, it is comforting. It's comforting to watch a movie that you know start to finish how it's going to go and how it's going to play out, even if you've never seen it before. Right. There's a lot of comfort to that, and I think that that's something that right now, it's not a bad thing to watch a movie that's comfortable. No, not at that's all. No, they good-
1: actually did it. There was a study that was done by, I think, Harvard um, recently that says people that watch the same movies over and over are usually people that are dealing with anxiety or depression because you already know how the movie is going to end, so you feel more comfortable about mm-hmm. watching those movies, and you're less likely to go see a new movie or start a new show because it's just like the anxiety of your life right now. <laughs> you don't want... More of that. So like all of these shows on these streaming networks that are getting played over and over and all of these old movies that are in the movie theaters right now, like it's just a big comfort blanket for the world. So take advantage of it. Watch it. And I have to say, I'm swallowing my pride guys. Jaws in the theater was freaking amazing. Freaking amazing. I'd be
0: happy to hear you say that for sure. Um, (laughs) And remember,
1: I I didn't hate it. I didn't no, get yeah, it right, right, but you always right. appreciated at home, what it, was. it was boring, yeah. Yeah,
0: no, it's it's again, it's like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, where it's still a, like it's a fantastic <laughs> movie and you have to recognize the value of it. But I can understand if you've never seen Jaws in the theater, like it is a boring movie, it is slow compared huh? to what we see for action movies today. But, but I in totally the theater, disagree. it was,
1: great. I know you do, Jimmy. In the theater, it was great. But this was so fun because my boyfriend and I went and there was probably maybe 12 other people in the theater just scattered. Right. And, um, he'd never seen it in the theater either. And so we've got all of our popcorn and treats and everything, and we're just having a great time watching the, and I'm just like moving forward back. I jumped at one point where the guy's head comes out of the thing and you don't know if it's him. Right. Um, but then when Jaws gets up on the boat is the cheat, I, Literally started laugh crying, and I just started going like this the rest of the night. I'm so scary. I'm going to eat you because I feel like he just like does this
0: little. Plot. Can we make, that a, that, a can we I,
1: make I, that a gift? I don't know how to
0: make that a gift, but if I I, I, I'll try to figure it out. Because if we can get Val doing that, that'll be our first foray into the world of GIF.
1: I GIF. GIF. My favorite thing I I've was ever
2: that might be my favorite is, thing ever on this show.
1: I know this is hard to believe. I was the loudest person in the theater and I could not stop laughing.
0: We just lost Tracy. Oh. Hopefully he comes oh, back. Tra-
1: Tracy had so much fun. He laughed himself out of the like, show. That's
0: it. It can't get any better. I'm out. That's as good as
1: it's gonna get. I'm out.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Steph, our good friend from uh, Cutscenes and Cupcakes, is saying it's at the Redwood Drive-In now. I think yeah. she's talking about A League of Their Own. Steph, we need you to confirm if you're still watching, hmm. if that's what you're talking Jaws about. Jaws
1: is also there. Jaws is, Jaws is also, also at there? the Drive-In, which I, I would actually go see it again at the Drive-In so I could get that experience. That's how much I enjoyed it.
0: And, and League of Their yeah. Own is playing at the district right now. Is it playing at the district right now? Right. Nice. Yes. Uh-huh. That's perfect. They knew we were going to talk about it. Megaplex <laughs> are good friends. We love Megaplex. Yep. They knew we were going to talk about it. So we're like this.
2: We're like this. And Megaplex is offering uh, free movie passes for August if you sign up for the Rewards Club.
0: Yeah, which is awesome. Like, just do it. Here's the thing. Yeah. I get it. There are, there are people who are not going to be comfortable going out right now, and I totally understand. And I'm not going to try to tell you to get out of your... Okay get out of that comfort zone in this particular instance. Sometimes I will tell you to get out of your comfort zone, but in this instance, I'm not (laughs) do what you're comfortable with. However, that being said, I've been to a couple of movies at Megaplex. They do a phenomenal job of trying to keep everybody clean and safe. Um, And I would definitely recommend if you're going to go and you feel comfortable, just go and do it. Find one of these movies that you love because it is great. My wife and I went and saw Jurassic park on the big screen. It holds up. It is so solid and so great. Mm -hmm. Um, And so enjoyable. Val had a great experience with Jaws. Like there's just something about watching these classic movies on the big screen. And it reminds you why going to the movies was a big deal. Right. Did we lose Val? No Vals. Maybe. I'm
1: right here.
0: She's there. You were frozen for a second. I mean, you looked good. (laughs) Yeah. You weren't like frozen in a weird way. I was, I was going so
1: fast. I was just moving so fast that you couldn't see me.
0: Chantrice <laughs> is saying it's like we have connections or something <laughs> as far as our, with Megaplex. I We really had nothing to do with them playing a league of their own, but we're very <laughs> happy that they are. Like that's just, uh, it's, But anyway, we do love Megaplex. They're great. And we definitely like take the opportunity to go see some of these movies if you're comfortable with it and they do a great job. And today we are talking about sports movies, which I love sports movies. We've talked about that. And A League of Their Own is a great, great movie. It it, It holds up really well. Yeah. I mean, it's a period piece. So that helps. Like anytime they're doing something from the past, it holds up a little bit better just because there's nothing that's going to take you out of the moment. But I think, yeah, even the way it's timed, the way it's written, all of it, just watching it again is enjoyable.
1: And based on this very cool and specific time in history that really no one had talked about Um, you know, who would think it would be in a movie? It was very kind of in this knit circle of people, you know, Mm -hmm. that really knew the history of it and so it really kind of opened people's eyes to what was going on and then as soon as the movie came out, like, people were just like, I remember this, like, I started hearing stories from, like, every you know, Mm -hmm. person from that generation about how much it was so great and how much they loved it and then, you know, they shared more stories from that time, so I think it just really sparked a lot of history and a lot of chatter and I have to say, I love the casting of this movie—it's like the island of misfit toys of casting. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, who who would put this cast together and think that it would work? But it works. The like, it works so well.
0: So, a, a friend of ours, uh, James Thompson, posted uh, on his Facebook feed. Well, James, we'll just call him James. I don't know why I felt like I. Anyway, he posted <laughs> on his Facebook feed some like little-known facts about. A league of their own it was just funny because we had just posted that we were talking about this again everybody must pay attention to our show because you know they're playing the movie back in theaters for us they're posting about it for us we don't really you know who it. we are Jake? yeah what, we're a big deal we are a big deal um but get
1: on the, get on the, train. About- get on the train and ride
0: it that's right the, the mmu train the movies that make us train jump you can jump like jaws onto that train. Do too yeah. If you want to get on the train like that, like if it's pulling out of the station, you need to get on, just like leave. And it's important to know that the way it works is the train leaves, not the station. Like that's important oh. to understand when you're talking about train. A nice um, reference to the movie. Thank you. Well I done. Felt a little forced, but I still felt like it fit a little bit there. So It flowed for me, bud. But talking about the casting of this movie – There were a couple of things that were shared. This was an article on Ranker. So take it for what it's worth because it's on the (laughs) internet. So it may or may not be true. But some of the things they talked about is the way that they did the casting. They wanted to make sure that um, the women that were on these baseball teams looked like they could play baseball. So it wasn't like they did it almost like a, a baseball team tryout where they looked at how they looked throwing and catching. So it looks as legitimate as possible. So even they didn't they had some people try out who just didn't look good playing baseball. So they didn't make the cut for the movie. And I thought that was an right. interesting way to go. Um, And then I guess Rosie O'Donnell uh shared a story on her show that right before she was cast in this movie, um, she saw Madonna's documentary that was in theaters. But necessary. Yeah. So yeah. But her boyfriend was telling her, because this was during a time when she was dating men, um, Rosie O'Donnell said her boyfriend said, yeah, you and Madonna would be really good friends in real life. And she kind of just laughed it off and then found out that Penny Marshall had cast Madonna to be <laughs> her best friend. In her movie <laughs> and that they were going to be playing together. Uh, and and their chemistry was was really, really good. Um, I think oh, yeah. and and Madonna played really well off of each other. And I, I know that some of the things I've heard is on set. Rosie O'Donnell was not intimidated by Madonna and would like sing her songs to her.
1: Yeah, they and- became like really good friends, didn't they? Yeah,
0: yeah they did, which is great because they are very different people. And I was like, it "Are would they become friends?" I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, number one, they're obviously just <laughs> different. They're pretty different. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're not. Uh, well, originally,
2: originally, they uh, Rosie O'Donnell auditioned for Marla. Oh, Oh, really? She was almost cast as Marla. And then I can't remember the other actress's name. um, She came in and did the audition and they loved her so much, but they loved Rosie that they actually like had to rework the script to fit Rosie, to give her a new character.
0: Yeah. See, and I liked her character quite a bit because she's a little bit more tough talking a little bit like Rosie plays out a lot better. I think the, the actress who played Marla was great, much more soft, quieter. Um, and I don't know that Rosie would have pulled that off as well. I agree mm. with that. So. Uh, and Gina Davis, this was um probably the movie where I started to have a crush on Gina Davis was because mm-hmm. she was, she was pretty amazing in this movie. And I, my little teenage self thought she was pretty amazing. So uh, my 17 year old self agreed with you.
1: <laughs> I thought she was pretty amazing even right now. So.
0: Oh, she's yeah, she's definitely <laughs> But this movie wanna... was where I think I first became aware of Gina Davis. Uh,
1: For and, me, it was Selma hair. and Louise. I was like, hey, well, that
0: makes sense on a certain level, don't you think? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, that works.
1: I'm <laughs> just trying to make it more awkward. <laughs> That's my job. That's why you guys hired me. That's what I'm here for.
0: It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I, she does not She does it better than any of us. Let's be honest. It's
2: because I'm so but short. I,
0: there there are many. many it's gonna imag- be
2: interesting for those listening to the podcast
0: and not watching <laughs> it. Well yeah. You, you, yeah. For those just listening, she's flopping around like a,
1: not, like I don't a, a, a plastic shark, shark. Like a like plastic shark. Like a homicidal shark.
0: A homicidal shark.
1: So, not to get too far away from this, just a side note: since we brought up sharks again, Shark Week is next week. Yes, and I will be posting my top five shark movies that you should watch to get ready for Shark Week. And I'm sorry, Jimmy Dugan, there is no Sharknado in there.
0: I was going to say no. we need a gift of, like somebody constantly refreshing the page because that'll be Tracy waiting for Sharknado <laughs> to be listed in your <laughs> it top makes five. Me
1: sad. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, I won't be posting my top five shark movies next week, but uh, Shark Mano also would not be in my top five. And I don't even know I could list five other movies.
1: <laughs> I love sharks and I love Shark Week.
2: They have Mike Tyson versus Jaws.
1: Oh, that's exciting. I have no
2: idea what it is. Probably just him in a cage, but they're promoting it pretty heavy. <laughs>
1: Just him in a cage. So just on a, another Tuesday, really.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> I in so a Gita cage Davis. boxing a Gita Davis. She was brilliant. I love Dottie. Great character. Um, mm-hmm. Jimmy Dugan's character was fantastic. Um, and all of these characters, so I didn't know this necessarily growing up, but all of these characters th- are based on like, a combination of a bunch of different stories and characters from the league. So while this is like, there was an all American girls baseball league, but it wasn't, this isn't one story that this is based on, but a lot of different stories from that, that they kind of put into the movie and put into the script. It's like Um, the
1: Moana of baseball movies. You can't represent just one team. You've got to put it all in there and mix it all up.
0: Right. Except not based on like mythology and gods and stuff, but more.
1: Their culture. I'm talking about their culture. Yes. It's not based on one culture. They're representing many cultures.
0: Like Canadians, Irish ones, sweet. It wasn't, it wasn't. I wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's been a while <laughs> since all three of us have been together.
1: Yeah, it feels like it's a year, like but much. really, just like one.
0: Um, Jimmy Dugan was great in this. I love Tom oh. Hanks in this. Um, so he played the art so well. Um, I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know if you could make this film with this
2: script nowadays. Do you guys? There were a couple times where I was like, "Ooh."
1: Well, but I mean, it's a period piece, so based on. Right. You right. know the time, the but time. yeah, somebody somebody's gonna get offended because Very everybody about- get get offended about everything. But I feel like when you're in a period piece, you need to represent the period. Like when there's a movie made about July of 2020, there better be people wearing masks. Like right. there better right. be people fighting people because they don't want to wear masks. Like that's just like you've got to represent the time, and that's when I think it's okay to do. Mm-hmm. What was going on when you're doing it right now and representing right now then no you shouldn't do that yeah
0: and, and that's where it gets hard with anything historical because we don't want to glorify stuff that is inappropriate or that we would think is inappropriate but at the same time we don't want to erase it either and i think right, that's yeah. a fine line and i don't think this movie necessarily glorifies i mean like yeah, obviously, a lot of the ideas they were very sexist and and things like that. Um, but that's but like, these were tough yeah, women. That's the yeah, they like, totally. I, extremely- I, loved, I
1: loved how in this period of time where women were really just expected to take care of the family, the home, the husband, like these women stepped out of that. Um, and really, I mean, to step into something like that, at that period of time, your, your family's not necessarily going to agree with you and you can be ridiculed and left, um, you know, from your friend group, which was very important back then was, you know, who the people that you kept around you, because that declared your jobs, where you lived everything. And so I was just very, it's, it's a very female empowering movie, but also empowering, to every person that has been kind of told you shouldn't do that, because also there's a time in the movie where it represents a whole bunch of people of color that had to sit on the sidelines and that weren't allowed to play. You know, so they kind of bring that you know into the circle a little bit. They touch on it. So I, think I kind it's of so want good. a sequel.
2: I kind of want a sequel where we get that story. Yeah, yeah. When the when the African American woman throws the ball back to her and they're impressed with how she threw it. Like, I kind of want to know that, that story
0: too. And it's interesting you bring that up Val, because I I think it was hard for people to envision women as baseball (laughs) players. But what's interesting about this time is, you know, this is a time that you've got like Rosie the Riveter and things like that, where women are stepping into a lot of the factory and manufacturing jobs because there just weren't enough men because they were all off fighting in the war. And like, that's fine they can go to work they can do these things cuz the country needs them to do that but somehow playing baseball that's crossing a line into masculinity that you're not allowed to cross you know what i mean right. it's right, this right. Weird yeah. stuff
1: standard yes and no but the only reason that they were working is because they were being allowed to work so i think in in society's eyes is that as soon as the men came back the woman would go back home put their dresses back on take their Uh shoes off and be barefoot in the kitchen and not that there's anything wrong with that i was just barefoot cooking in the kitchen 20 minutes ago and i absolutely enjoyed myself what i'm saying is is that they didn't really have the choice and so this movie really very subtly not stuffing it down your throat Shows you that there were men during that time that really saw um, the vision of that women were equal because they weren't being treated as equal. They were, you know, and so. And then there were men that they couldn't handle it. They could not handle their wife being more successful than them, having something more than just the home to think about. And could you imagine being a woman that was only told since you were born and growing up that you were going to get married, you're going to have babies, you're going to bake cakes. Right. And then all of a sudden you're thrown in, you're, you're thrown into a baseball game or you're thrown into, you know, um, a, the workforce and you get there and you're empowered with this, you wouldn't want to leave. I mean, I know a lot of women right. now wouldn't want to do that, but at the time, you know, it was just then telling those women to go back to doing that. There were some women that were very happy, but then there was like a light switch that went on for others. And you could see that in this movie with these characters, like that, baseball was what made these women happy. It was their inspiration mm-hmm. and their lifeline. And but then they're like, okay, but put on a skirt while you're doing
2: it. Oh you yeah, know? yeah, and you gotta you gotta have proper lady training. Yeah, I need
1: proper lady training. Really, like, who are we kidding?
0: Yeah, <laughs> but like they had they had like they had the escorts, right? Like the the or the chaperones, not escorts, but chaperones <laughs> that. Would escort them in, like they had to a specific place where they were to stay and to live, and to make sure that they were in by a certain time and not fraternizing. Right. Tell me a men's baseball team where they care at all about what you're doing when you're not. They're
1: bringing baseball. the escorts to you. I mean, the chacarons. yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, you want to talk about like a double standard? Like, oh yeah. I mean, that was the expectation. Yeah, you're going to play baseball, but you're still going to act like a lady. Nobody right. cares what guys do. I mean, for the most part, as long as they're standing up, they don't really care what they do. Um, But
2: Well, and and I think it's interesting, too, because the the actresses had to wear, they had to play games in those outfits. And those bruises bruises were real. real. That giant one, excuse me, that giant one on her thigh, that took a year to go away. That's
1: (sighs) awesome. That just makes me love her even
2: more. Right. (laughs) Mike, that is bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's... I mean, that that's t- like... There's a reason why you shouldn't play in skirts for baseball. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, not that those bruises wouldn't happen, but it, it would be a lot less. Oh, yeah. the
2: rash? The, the, the oh, man, just was, the sliding? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Drafty. But I, I like the fact that all the actresses, they, they like, from what I hear... Um, the casting was over 2000 women that, that they auditioned mm-hmm. and they had to actually play. And they played, um, I think I read somewhere. It was like eight hour practices, six days a week for like seven weeks to get ready. Yeah. So these they girls made, the, they really
1: look like a team
2: and the lady who played kit did more pitches than a major league player would do an entire season during the filming of this movie. <laughs> so major props to those, to those ladies. Yeah, she did a sure. good
1: job being annoying. Oh my gosh, Kit is like but, my least favorite. But to probably me she's justified. Just... <laughs> no, I get it. For me, it was because like I have an older sister, and mm-hmm. I'm like the shorter one, and she's the taller, like more talented one. So I think there's also that relatable story as well. Because I'm just like, well, why don't I get to? And I'm like, she's annoying, and I'm like, oh gosh, that's me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so. One of one of the best lines in the movie came from an experience that uh, one of the writers had meeting uh, Neil Simon's mother who introduced his brother as, oh, well, this is Neil Simon's brother. And so they wrote that in the script. Oh, wow. Haven't you ever noticed how mom and dad introduced, you, introduced us to people? This is my daughter, Dottie. And this is my other daughter, Dottie's sister. And like, <laughs> it just, I mean like growing up in that kind of a shadow, of course you're going to be annoying. And of course you're going to be annoyed. And um, I think, I think she played the part really, really well. Yeah. Um, Whether you liked her or not, I think she really did did a good job portraying the character uh, of always wanting to prove something. She's
2: she's relatable and you got to walk a fine line when you're playing that type of character because you can't be super annoying to the fact where you're alienating the audience. The audience has to feel empathy for this character.
0: Right. Yeah. Like, you don't want it to come across as just whiny and like right. come on, just not yeah. suck
2: it up. Just stop it.
0: And I don't yeah, think it yeah. does. It's it's
2: it's on the edge, but I don't think it does either.
0: Yeah. Um and and we'll still never know looking at their rivalry, whether Dottie dropped the ball on purpose or not. What
2: do you think? Yeah. It's I like the inception did. top.
0: Yeah, I know, you just don't know. You don't know because it just leaves it hanging.
1: No. Yeah, I don't think we should know.
0: Yeah. End of the day, it doesn't really matter, right? But right, yeah. it does. I guess it doesn't.
1: I loved oh, I all the that. like cute songs that they all had. Like it just seemed like summer camp.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, in my experience going to an all-girls summer camp—that's exactly what we did.
1: I've never gone to summer camp, I know, but I was I living vicariously through them.
0: I did a Boy Scout. I camp summer wish I camp. would have gone to summer camp.
2: <laughs> I did a boy summer long camp. Long and didn't get a chance to do the girl
0: one.
1: My sister yeah. got to go to summer camp.
0: Of course <laughs> she did. Of course she did. Um. Yeah, I I would imagine in an all boys summer camp, Tracy, they didn't do a lot of the songwriting though. In no. Singing.
2: No, a lot of, there farting. was a lot of collapsing each other's tents and, yeah. and yeah.
0: yeah, definitely a lot of farting. We call them barking spiders, but I mean, we yep. all knew what it was.
2: Um, the, the, you know, you'd wrap plastic around like saran wrap around a stick mm-hmm. and then set it on fire and
0: just let yeah. it melt and drip. And yeah. Well, and basically anything we could set on fire, we set on fire. We did. Uh-huh. That yep. was kind of, oh, we could put this in the fire.
2: <laughs> Let's uh, do it.
0: Did did you ever have the opportunity to go on a snipe hunt? I know this is a different movie now, but we did. (laughs) I did, although
2: I knew what the snipe hunt was, and I went along with it just to play around with them, and then I left and went back to camp.
0: See, I didn't know, and they wanted me to do a snipe hunt, and they're like, "Oh, it's really cool if you get." And like, I was like, "I have no interest in catching whatever this thing is." I don't like. You can (laughs) leave it out there. I'm going to bed. I'm not getting up in the middle of the night to do this. But anyway, sorry, good <laughs> <summer> camp memories. <laughs> I hated camping. Still do, actually.
1: I, like, no, I-, I liked this movie for Tom Hanks because at the time this movie had come out, he really hadn't played anything but like the basic Tom Hanks character. Yep. And then you got to this movie yep. and there are points in this movie where you're kind of like, really? Like, because he's just like drunk and... Being just rude, himself. yeah, and you're just, and it was so great, um, because it was opposite of everything that we had seen, and it was so much
2: fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was yeah. the bosom buddies, uh splash that type of era.
0: Hmm.
2: It's well, crazy it was- to think this came out in '92. I didn't realize it was that yeah. long ago. Yeah. yeah.
1: Man, I think that was that the mattered. last time we were all together.
0: I think it was. <laughs> I think it was it was actually <laughs> we saw this movie together and we are talking about it
2: so can we all agree that this is madonna's best film
1: yes
0: um, well yeah let's talk about what is the competition exactly i mean there's dick tracy
2: desperately secrets. Sorry. He's desperately secretly i have Susan. really bad yes yeah. uh really bad dick I tracy
0: uh-huh.
2: Uh Who's there's a really girl? bad one with Sean Penn. Who's that girl? Who's
1: that girl was amazing? Who that true. Girl? you yeah, should know Tracy's song? She was
2: she was fantastic in this. And I'm I'm yeah, I, I I really enjoyed re-watching this with her in it.
0: Yeah, for whatever reason it, it had the right oh, of. A-Vita. A- she A-Vita. Said A-Vita. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so she was in Avita. I mean, and she was fine. But I think she was better in this. Like I,
2: I honestly, I think think it's my like, favorite role of
0: hers. Yeah. yeah, I think there's just enough Madonna in this movie. Like it's just the right amount. Right. And, um, and evidently on
2: set, evidently on set, she would get upset when she wasn't getting enough screen time, and was yeah. kind of difficult to deal with. Which I could, I could see. That doesn't surprise. Yeah, me. I'm not surprised at all.
0: Yeah, but somebody should have let her know before they started filming that she didn't get one of the leads. So she wasn't going to be on screen as much as Kit and Dottie's character. But she's Madonna. No, I get it. I get it. But Penny needed to let her know. Listen, Mad. Can you vogue while doing the shark jump?
1: <laughs> I was doing, I was actually doing Madonna, Madonna, Madonna. That's from a different movie.
2: But yeah. <laughs> can you do I can... can you vogue while doing the shark jump? <laughs>
0: Perfect.
1: I Perfect. am talented when it comes to ridiculous nonsense that will never get me paid.
0: Well, I think I think all three of us can pretty much put ourselves to that kind of <laughs> This <laughs> whole show is based on doing ridiculous nonsense for which we'll never get paid. Unless unless someone out there wants to be a sponsor, then then you know, hook us up. Yeah, please, please do. Let us know. Yeah. yeah, we would love it. Um like, you don't even have to pay a lot to be our sponsor. We're cheap. No. Yeah. And easy. We're cheap and easy. <laughs> yeah. High fives. That was nice. <laughs> that, was a good, that was a good, solid uh, three-way that air be, five
1: there. That needs to be on I our do. new shirt. Movies that makes, make us cheap and easy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we need to make sure that it's like a colon, though. Like, movies that make us colon cheap and easy. Not like, we don't want people to think that we just talk about movies that make you cheap and easy.
2: That would Why be not? a really well watched episode. Might be some viewers. Yeah, might be. <laughs> we're expanding our audience, Jake.
1: Oh, the side characters in this movie were amazing.
0: <laughs> John Lovitz was made for oh this role. Oh my
2: gosh! They, they I wrote, wrote role for him in this
0: role. What's they that? did? They wrote they
2: wrote the role for him.
0: He was so good, and and to find out as I was doing a little research that the pickle tickle line was completely improvised by him. Just made me so happy. I remember as a kid watching this movie, I had no idea what a pickle tickle was, but when I realized what it was, I was like, Oh, his pickle. Like I got it. I'm not going to explain it here because everybody knows, but that's one of my favorite lines from this movie. (laughs) Go home. See the wife. Give her a little pickle tickle.
2: (laughs) When they, uh, when they're in the barn, and he improvised the line, will you shut up talking to the to the cow? The cow was giving birth. Oh
0: <laughs> yeah. the cow was literally
2: giving birth, and that's why it was so loud.
0: Chantrice, here you go. Even before we read your comment, we are talking about the scout, John Lumitz. Yeah. We are this on is it. the
1: thing like, about John Lovitz is if you're going to have him in a movie, you don't want to yeah. give him, like, too many lines. You want to give him an right. idea of what you want him to do, and then you just want his brilliance to happen is what you want.
0: Yeah, I... uh this is, this is the problem with network television, censoring out some of the best lines of a movie. Let me tell you, I watched one of the first times I saw Planes, Trains, and Automobiles was on <laughs> network TV, and they censored out the Between Two Pillows line, which is the best line the best. in the whole movie.
1: Those aren't pillows.
0: <laughs> Just fantastic, and it was gone. Uh, real, real quick, if you're going
2: to censor just leave it out. Don't try and dub something else in the worst one ever is snakes on a plane where instead of saying, I'm tired of these bleeping snakes on this bleeping plane, they dub it. And it's, I'm tired of these monkey fighting snakes on a Monday to Friday plane. And it just, it's not the same.
0: No, it totally isn't. Number one, who had the bright idea to say, Hey, let's go ahead and censor snakes on a plane. Like, man, that, here you go. That's Here's a lot your of time. Censor, censor this movie. Oh my! I don't, all right, I'll be back in a couple of weeks. Here, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, pick, pickle, Tickle. pickle, tickle is just it's hilarious. John Lovitz. I mean the the train moves, not the station is another great line. Like just the way he <laughs> talks to these women. I mean, and what's great is obviously it's not very respectful, but then you realize like, that's how he would have been talking to the boys that he yeah, was scouting he, for baseball teams. Yeah,
1: them exactly right. like he would exactly treat anyone else in his life. And that's why I love him so much. He doesn't care who they are. They're out there to play yeah. baseball. He's there to do right. a job. He doesn't care. Like as long as they're, you know, going to do a good job, then great.
0: Right. And 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 we see that again and again with another one of my favorite lines from the movie when Tom Hanks is just yelling About there's no crying in baseball. (laughs) Lady is just crying. Are you crying? There's no no crying in baseball. (laughs) I'm sorry. After he's yelled at her about use your head. It's that lump that's three feet above your butt. I'll give the KSL version your bottom. (laughs) And she starts crying. And he's like, are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. I quote that to my kids all the time. I said to my four-year-old the other day, and he's like, Dad, I'm not playing baseball. This isn't
2: baseball.
1: <laughs> but I, just I, it. I always just change it. There's no crying in the elevator. There's no crying <laughs> at school. There's no crying at church. You can just change it for anything. But the thing, the funny thing is, there is crying in baseball. I have seen... Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. My boyfriend just walked in. Um, I have seen grown men cry mm-hmm. over baseball games. So Tom Hanks oh. is a liar. Because there is crying in baseball, especially in Vegas. I'm just saying.
0: (laughs) Most of them, a couple of years ago, Cubs fans that were crying during baseball because they never won anything. Cubs fans, Uh, White Sox fans. It's interesting,
2: too, how different baseball is in the United States these days. It's nowhere near what it was when I was a kid, and that's nowhere near what it was back before. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It.
2: Uh, I don't know. It
0: used to be the national pastime has definitely lost a lot of its luster. I mean, I don't know where the interest went or why, but it just seems like there's not the same draw to baseball that there used to be. I agree. When I was growing up, yeah, I well, all went to football except now nobody watches football anymore either, apparently, which isn't true, but that's what people say. And, and now, basketball, you can't watch that either because it got too political. And so, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's left. Tennis, is tennis political? Can someone check on that. Has anybody done anything offensive in cricket. tennis? Cricket, I'm looking around to have people check what? on that. Cricket is, no
1: cricket is totally offensive. What are you talking about? <laughs> My I don't know how cricket works.
0: I think that's the problem. That was the cutest little sneeze I've ever heard on the air. That was it's adorable. Excuse me. That was for those for those listening at home that was Tracy who sneezed.
2: Uh, <laughs> jobs busted fellow adult. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um but no, I agree. Tracy like baseball, like it used to be such a big deal and every town had their own team and everything else like not necessarily a major league team obviously, but like league team or And now it's, it's not like that. And it just changed quite a bit. Yeah. Um, But I think as a result of baseball being such a big, we got some really great movies out of it, like the league of their own um, field of dreams, the natural, the sandlot, which we're talking about in a couple of weeks. Like there are a lot of really good baseball movies, which is you talk about not necessarily understanding or knowing a lot about sports, knowing a little bit about each sport. Yeah, I just don't pay attention.
1: I- like I know how yeah. each game is won, and I know, yeah. you know, their costumes are really cute. Um, and I like to go to like, <laughs> like
0: live. To
1: I like to go to live sports, any live sports. I like going yeah. to it. I really love like the eating of the food and the friends and the cheering and all of that. But like watching it on TV, I'm just like, Meh.
0: see my dad is a huge baseball fan. Uh, And he was all growing up. Um, And I watched a lot of these baseball movies growing up because he was so big into baseball. But then when I would try to sit down and actually watch a baseball game, I was like, I'm just not interested in this. There was none of the drama in a baseball game like you see in a movie. You don't get any of the back.
2: I I, I can watch baseball in the ninth inning. If it's like the bottom of the ninth, then I'll tune in. But otherwise, I, I just can't do it. And I, yeah. I'll watch. I'll watch basketball. I'll watch football. I don't like soccer. Don't like baseball.
0: I I've grown to appreciate soccer a little bit more um, after spending some time in Germany. I, I could day. never do it, but I just can't yeah. get into it. Um, but I I agree, and I think one of the things that basketball and I football. I like badminton. Going, badminton's badminton. a great choice. What about croquet?
2: Eh. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> people who like
1: croquet are like bougie
0: yeah as we've seen on heathers for example yeah,
2: yeah a, i don't want to die no.
0: go go back and watch our episode on heathers to find our thoughts on croquet we'll post the <laughs> <a> link
2: <laughs> our good friend eileen dobbins was on that episode
0: and she's still our good friend i hope i i, I, think, I think, think so after the episode um but Baseball's just one I can't watch. And I think what helps me with basketball and football is I know how long the game is going to be. I know how much time is left. Baseball, you don't know. Right? It's nine innings. And those innings could take as long as a football game each. They feel and like – And it can go
2: longer. They could, could do extra innings on
0: you. Right. If they tie at the end, then they've got to do extra innings. I'm like, no, listen, I just sat through nine of these innings where nobody's <laughs> scoring more than the other person. Let's just call it a tie. Obviously, they're <laughs> equally good. Both teams are equally good. <laughs>
2: So there, there are two things that I want to bring up. Um, one, I think this is interesting is they, they had to entertain the people. Cause you guys know how long it takes to set up a, sh- a scene or a shot during a right. film, right?
0: Well, I don't, but it takes the- a
2: long time. The, the phrase is hurry up and wait. Everybody's yeah. always in a rush and then you're just waiting forever while they're setting stuff up. And they had these extras in the, in the stands in Indiana, where they were playing in Indiana in the summer, is not real comfortable, and so they got like entertainment um, from the actors. Like Tom Hanks would do puppet shows, which I I'm oh, like, I really I, want to be able to see that. I but want like to see Madonna it. would and come out and sing, and
0: Rosie O'Donnell would
2: do stand up.
0: She didn't do like her character suggested, where she just like came out like, and then oops, <laughs> it just like her, bo- her bosoms just <laughs> pop out. I mean, it just happens sometimes.
1: Am I right? Seriously.
0: I've heard, I've heard rumors and I can imagine, like, I don't understand how it doesn't happen more often than it actually does. <laughs> to be honest, with some of the stuff that people wear. And I, and that's not me trying to be anything weird or anything. I just really don't understand the physics behind a lot of the clothing sometimes. So, I'm going to
2: sit back and let Jake just run with this <laughs> one.
0: I, I put it out there. It was a completely innocent, fine comment. I don't Any know who. what the problem is. And then Any you know. just kept going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: let's talk about the pee scene. Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay, so let's. Great.
0: Please, <laughs> let's push <laughs> a more comfortable subject. Let's talk about peeing. Yes.
2: <laughs> because to me, that's one of the funniest Everybody parts of it. the movie. It. Like oh Tom Hanks' facial great. expressions and and I, I'm going to say it sometimes when you really have to pee and you finally get to go, you just, yeah. you, it's like,
0: you're just, you're so happy. It's true. <laughs> like, it is, it's just very, it, it is. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, that scene goes on plastic. for 53 seconds. In all honesty, though, That scene, because that's like the first time you see his character. Right. Right. And the first interaction he has with the team, and he just comes in, and that's what he does. Like, they could not have done anything to set up his character at that point in the film better than that. (laughs) Like, it totally gives you, like, immediately from that scene, you know what his character is like at that time in the movie. And obviously, he he grows, and we see a lot of growth, and we see him, you know, become better, but. Because that that's exactly like, what
2: he'd do if there was a room full of male baseball players. Yeah. Right. He doesn't care. So it doesn't matter if they're women. And I love the fact yeah. that Penny Marshall actually was on set in the stall next to him and had a hose and a bucket and was <laughs> doing the sounds. And then Tom Hanks <laughs> is acting off of the sounds that she's making. So when it pauses, <laughs> then he's like, are we done? And then it starts up again. That was Penny yeah. Marshall doing all that, which I love. I think that's great. So he had that's to nice. like react to what's happening. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: It's a lot of pressure though. If women think that like, anyway, it doesn't matter. It, <laughs> it equates that size.
1: We don't really. So, we don't really care. Like we're not measuring you based on the amount of pee that comes out of you at one time ever. That's not ever anything that we care about.
0: Uh, there so might what, be... Girls in high school told me that all the time like how long can you pee and i'm like I don't know it's like average time and they're like no we're looking for somebody that can pee a minute or more at a time
1: they weren't thinking like long like the range you can pee
0: no it was it was, it was strictly just a time um, Where amount did you of time go to that school
1: you are you just kidding because that's yeah i'm totally of course
0: i'm just kidding nobody is Where ever did you go to school
1: in like did you go to school in draper because this sounds like draper shenanigans
0: it does sound like Draper shenanigans. We'll say that. No, I did not go to school in Draper. It was in oh, Sandy. Oh, man, I'm crying. Close.
1: I mean, but, it's close to Draper, so it's it's a yeah, fine line.
0: Um, <laughs> so let's grade the movie. Jake doesn't know where to go, know go now. now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> let's grade what it. Let's sure. just, um,
0: what, what would you grade this movie, Tracy? We'll start with you.
2: Uh, it's extremely watchable. It's very light. It's fun. Um. The casting is phenomenal. I, I felt like the editing was a little bit slower paced, and I get that because baseball is and the time period. You kind of usually, when you have a movie set in that time period, it's a little bit slower. Um, I'd probably be
0: like a B plus,
2: A minus, right in there.
0: Okay. What about you, Val?
1: Yeah, I was about in the same range. I couldn't decide if I wanted to do an A minus or a B plus. Um, I thought the story was great. I thought, you know, the cinematography was great. The coloring of that movie was so much fun. The sound of that movie, Mm -hmm. both the soundtrack, the score and all of the effects that they put in that movie just to make you feel, you know, the time frame and everything is fantastic. There were a couple of parts that I think they could have like cut out or tightened up a little bit. But I can watch this movie anytime it's on. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. I'll just I'll stick to an A minus. I'll do an A minus for this one for
0: sure. I think, I, I, I think I'm solid uh, A- minus on this as well. Just, if nothing else, the nostalgia for me when I watch it again, it brings mm-hmm. back all the feels of growing up and watching it and enjoying it, um, which just goes to show you, yes, teenage boys will watch movies with strong female characters and enjoy them just as much as anything else because I enjoy oh, this yeah. as much as the other sports movie that I've seen. Um, so many great lines. I love the There's No Crying in Baseball. I love the scene where uh, Stillwell Angel's walking behind there's you're going to lose. And he's like, we're going to win. <laughs> <We're gonna> win. <laughs> like there are just some really great moments in this movie. And it's one that anytime it's on, I could sit down and watch it at any point and, and watch it till the end with no problem. So yeah, a minus for me as well. And it, I the other one, say- go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jake. Oh, I was going to wrap it up. So what's the other line that you, I wanted- was just
2: going to say the other line that I love too, that I use a lot is when the guy is heckling the the ladies and she throws the pitch right at him and then she's like what it it slipped (laughs) i don't know what happened
0: i don't know there are just so many great moments in it this is a great time to go watch it because it is on the big screen in a number of places that we've talked about at the beginning um and you should definitely go check it out great thing about going to a movie theater right now. The tickets are probably a little bit cheaper than you would normally five pay for bucks on
1: a Friday night, five bucks a piece on a Friday night at the Megaplex to see Jaws. It was amazing.
0: See, and that's a great thing, but here's a secret for your movie theaters. They don't profit a ton off of ticket sales. They profit off the concessions. So go and buy popcorn and treats and things like that. Make a night of it um, yeah. because they're hurting right now, especially local ones like Megaplex. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. are, so if I want you to see a
1: lot on the big screen. So go spend some money. And yeah, tomorrow make sure you
0: some people can't right now either. Yeah.
2: Make sure you tune in tomorrow for yes. um, cast off. Val is making her semi final, <laughs> her semi final appearance.
1: I had She's to recasting. recast a Muppet movie as um, real live action characters. And I have to say, you guys, my list is a little bit controversial, um, but I'm going with it. So, um, yeah, I might lose. I'm, but I'm very I'll...
2: excited to see what you what you picked.
0: I, I'm excited to watch you win tomorrow, Val. I have all oh, the thank all you. love <laughs> you, Patrick. But Val, this is you the got thing this. Is
1: Patrick is a wild card, and he's got this young, like, agile brain that goes off into these weird corners of the movie world that I don't even think about. And so I'm just—he's going to come in with something really fantastic that I would have been like, oh. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll
2: see.
0: Steve Kondrick would like to say that Val's going to win it all.
2: <laughs> Woo-hoo! You know, it so, would be crazy if if it's me and Val in the finals.
0: That's what I picked. I picked on all movies that make us final.
2: I, I'm going up against I'm going up against uh Randy Yarborough. I don't know my movie yet. I'll find out tomorrow.
0: Steve. Beat me <laughs> and I'm amazing.
1: You are amazing, Steve. You are. We love you. you Steve. Really good I like
0: how, I like how you slide into that like backslide into the like and I'm amazing. Beat so. me. And I'm beat amazing. Me. Yeah.
1: I think Steve will be happy with um, at least 65% of my
0: choices. Well, I'm hoping that the judges are happy with a hundred percent of your choices. That would be wipe the floor with them. And here's the great thing. If it is in all movies that make us final, the day before the final, we are going to have Craig and Alan from Matinee Heroes on our show. That's so right. that would be kind of fun because you guys that'd could trash cool. talk that'd each cool. other. And,
1: and it's my birthday cool. week, so I'll win. And so. it's your birthday week. Yep, that's right. That's right. Um, and I'm the only one competing with a vagina, so I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> Jake is gone. Jake's gone. I, I, uh, <laughs> There's nowhere I can go with that. That's not going to end up putting my foot in my mouth. So I'm going to stop.
1: I'll help you. Ready?
0: (laughs) All right. Okay. So You can, you can (laughs) never mind. I was going to say something that I'm not going to say. I might tell you guys. You got to tell us
2: off air. Yeah. We
0: got to know off air. That's for sure. Um, But you can watch Val tomorrow night. On cast off, go give her support. She needs the movie that movies that make us community behind her. Um, that's right. I mean, at this point, the pics are already made, but still, it's good to have that moral support as you're on the show. Right. It's tomorrow 7 p.m. mountain time, I believe. So yeah, correct. Um, and as Steve has pointed out here, again, Steve, you're coming up with all the great one-liners here at the end. That's the secret <laughs> to her power, is the movies that make us community. I a hundred percent. I don't think that's what he, he meant. I don't <laughs> think so either. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. That's what I'm going with, dude. I'm not going to let you correct it. We're done. That's what we're going with. Secret to your is the Movies That Make Us community, not anything else that we it's mentioned. It's a medical term.
2: It's okay. It's a medical term.
1: Maybe it's my shark flop.
0: If you have any feedback for the show, you can send that to podcast at movies that make us.com. <laughs> uh, you can also comment on this post on Facebook, as well as you, we're going to have it up on YouTube. Uh, we love to hear your comments and, uh, Next week what are we, we are talking going to talk more sports stuff, and we're going to be talking about the Last Dance. So Woo-hoo! that is a documentary series It's on Netflix. It's about Michael Jordan. I'm, I mean, it was a small deal. I don't know that anybody's heard of it, so I just want to make sure you guys know what it is. Who's that? Uh, Who
1: are we talking about?
0: Uh, he was the basketball <laughs> the player,
1: Michael guy, Michael B. Jordan,
0: different Michael, Michael Jordan, Mac- Michael Jackson. Uh, no, but but last dance. It's topical. It should be fun. Uh, I think all of us lived the whole Jazz Bulls finals, and so we know the heartache. It was hard to watch as a Jazz fan. But I was, was wearing so really-
2: Bulls jacket, so <laughs> I I, I, I like MJ. So I was cheering for him.
0: <laughs> well, it was hard gonna- for me to watch.
1: <laughs> Bye everybody. Bye everybody. All right. Well,
0: thanks for watching, everybody, and we will. Not see you at the movies. We won't see you at the movies. That's what I say. All right. <laughs> Bye.
2: This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.